morning, Duggar. Good morning. <laughs> What's going on? You're sounding pretty chipper. Not much. What's going on with you? I, you still haven't taken this fucking thing off. Oh, I keep forgetting to take the tag off the Sunday golf bag that, that I've been testing. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, here, here we are. The sun is shining. We're at Niagara National Golf and Country, as we always are, recording the podcast. Well, until winter. And uh, we're by the practice screen. So this is something a little bit different. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this, I'm all... is, uh, this is a little different. Um, well, it's a beautiful morning. It's a little cool. Yeah. Yeah, had a little bit of cleanup here after the winds last night. Uh, had to pick up some garbage, and I'm holding oh, on boy, to... that uh, was a two-chair wind last night. Two-chair? Wow. No. Th- th- would you believe that was a four-chair wind last night? Oh, I wouldn't I, doubt it. I kid you not. It was yeah. a four-chair wind last night. It was. It was like... Hurricane, hurricane Hugo. I had my bedroom window open, and I ended up this morning, my bed was in against the other wall. Jeez, that, now that's windy. That's a, that's a <laughs> one-bed wind. That's a one-bed wind. So, I mean, but what a beautiful morning. I mean, it certainly is. the crickets are, of course, are here. The sun is rising. The dew is on the, on the grass, and I the mean, cut. the greens are cut. Most of the cups are put in most on the practice screen. Most, most of the cups, most yeah. of the cups, but well, uh, five out of six. Hey, in the words of meatloaf, five out of six ain't bad. I think it was two out of three, but what's a couple of numbers? Yeah, one hit wonder. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, no, no. Actually, he passed away, didn't he? Is he dead now? Yeah, yeah, he's dead. Yeah, with any luck. Jeez. So, what was your what was your week like in golf? This. Uh, you know, this past well, week. No golf except for when you and I went out to the range. That was all. That was it, that eh? That was it. Supposed to play last night in the uh, uh, men's night. And, you know, I played with three other guys. Yep. At the very last minute, I get a text saying, well, I can't make it because uh, I got to work late. And what about the other two guys? Well, they're working afternoons. Well, you could have... Like let you know, let me know a beforehand. Little sooner than that. Or was it the wind? <laughs> no, they were working. It wasn't the wind. Well, they were working. Well, they're working. They're working. Well, hold on. Air quotes. Were they working? Yeah. Okay, they were working. Yeah, they're working. So, yeah, that's uh, that's no who. Uh, they who, working. Yeah, who's that? That's Terry Scott and David, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, I so, remember that from the T sheet. So I tried to get a hold of you. Yeah. And then you got a hold of me seven hours later. Oh. <laughs> Some of us had to work yesterday at said yeah. course. And then, uh, <laughs> so I didn't get out. Now, was that the first night? Was yesterday the for, first for night playoffs? of the team? No, and it it wasn't, but a couple teams thought, thought that it was. Oh. And they didn't record individual scores for handicapping purposes or for league purposes. Oh, they didn't. They did. They just they, put down they, their best the ball best score. The best ball score. Oh no, you can't do that. No, 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 no. Yeah. So uh, you know, no. so that happened. Yeah. But boy, oh boy, a lot's happened in the world of golf since you and I last chatted. I mean, okay, okay. So I got a full disclosure here. Um, I did. We did do a recording the other day. I, th- I know it recorded, but Monday. for whatever reason, yeah, Monday, and it didn't. Uh, it didn't pop up. So. Did a recording that didn't record. Yeah. So technically, this is like yeah, a no. mulligan, right? It's a mulligan. It's a mulligan. It's, yeah. a, it's a freaking mulligan. It's, it's a, a breakfast ball. It's a do-over. It's a do-over. Yeah. So, okay, I mean. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean Irene. Should 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 we maybe consider sitting down for this? Yeah, no. Yeah, let's yeah, uh, yeah no. let's go sit down. I can get rid of the sock, uh, you know, that I picked up. <laughs> you know, you gonna leave your bag there with your ball? Yeah, why not? I mean, what could possibly go wrong? Oh, I mean, this seems like oh, a good gee. life choice. Oh, gee, nothing. <laughs> you know, so here we are, and uh, so we're walking over to the flood post. Yeah, we're walking over. Sit on the patio in those cold chairs. Oh, that cold steel is going to feel good this morning on the legs. Oh, it is some kind of nipply. Give me a, uh, give is, me a towel to sit on. Is nipply okay oh, for the gee, podcast? You know what? I've got a couple of towels in my bag. Oh. Well, are, are we going to be all bougie and, like, be comfortable? Yeah, maybe. You know what? Yeah. Pause that. Okay, we're pausing. Going to pause for the cause. And T-Box Chatter will be right back. <laughs> all right. So so we're back. And welcome back to T-Box Chatter. It's your humble hosts, Duggar and A.T., uh, again, you know, we're coming to you from a nice sunny, is it fall officially? No, it's not Labor no, Day, I no, guess. No, uh, no. so the unofficial end of summer, but it is creeping in. Geez, fall um, doesn't start till October. Yeah. The 21st, I think. Right. Or yeah, is this, yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It's, we got a long way to go. We have a long way to go to get to fall golf. September, October. We got, we have warm weather coming up. But Labor Day, Trust me. but Labor Day is coming up as well. Uh, that's it next is. week, and yeah. everyone looks at that as the unofficial death of summer. Yeah, true. Well, pools are closing up in our area. Yeah, um, not so know, much down in Florida, but <laughs> no, not so much. You know, kids are going back to school, and here in Canada, down the states, some of them are back in now. Um, but yeah, yeah, I guess the unofficial end of summer. Um, you know, people are back to work. No more summer vacations. Um, yeah. I mean, heck, but we the, still got two months of golf. Yeah. I mean, the FedEx Cup playoffs are over now. Um, and I always thought that that sort of tied in with Labor Day because wasn't there the one event that would end on the Monday? They would start a day later. And that was the Tour Championship, I thought, wasn't it? Um, I'm not sure. I could have sworn there was. An event in the FedEx Cup playoffs that... Mm, no. No? Wasn't that the one in Boston? Well, maybe. That, that was Because it used to be in Boston. on the Monday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, okay, so I am right then. It could be. Well, you know what? Even a blind squirrel can find it every now and then. Um, you know, Alex was right about something. But uh, speaking of FedEx Cup playoffs, uh, Roy McIlroy, he uh, comes back and wins. Scotty Shuffler... Had the lead going into the uh, into the last event, the Tour Championship, you know, with that handicapping system, and there's Rory. At the end of the day, he won, and you know, as far as the PGA Tour goes, you know, I think that the best guy actually won for if for for this particular year. Even though Scotty Scheffler played better golf you all year, you think that? Well, because of all the stance that Rory's made against you know who. Well. You know, so what better guy to, you know, maybe put an exclamation mark? Yeah, I you know, get, yeah. You know, yeah. Almost, almost in a way like a dog marks his territory, you know, by cock on the leg. Well, I don't know. It, yeah, yeah, as far as Rory winning, you know, concerning live golf, yeah, you could not have scripted it any better. Uh, leave the dog out of it, you know. Yeah. I mean, uh, but... 
Scotty, you know, poor Scotty. I mean, come on, he's golfer of the year. Wins the Masters, you know, three other tournaments. Yeah. I mean, um, his, his resume this year was unbelievable. And, and the year that he, that he had, I mean. Well, even the FedEx, you know, the finals there, the championship. He shoots three over in the last round. Yes, he did lose. Lost by one. But he led more than three rounds in that tournament, in the final tournament. He led yeah. more than three rounds, you know? I mean, you're going to have... You're going to have an off day oh, at some it, point in time. Exactly. It's bound his to happen. His came at the wrong time. Yeah. Unfortunately, his didn't come on the Tuesday after when he's playing out for you know beer money with his buddies, you know, and shoot a 75. Yeah. You know? Right. <clears throat> but, yeah, it's unfortunate. But, uh, you know, good for Rory saying that, uh, you know, Scotty deserved to win it. You know, number one, number one in the world. Yep. Like I said, he is going to be the, you know, the golfer of the year. Yeah, especially with uh, the recent, uh, you know, news release of Cameron Smith indeed going over to fifty four or live oh, or however you want Cameron to call it. Cameron Smith was never in the. Uh, well, no, he had three. Equation. Well, he had three wins. He had a major as well. He had, he won the Open Championship, so I, he was very much part of that conversation uh, right up until this all started going in that direction. But uh, you well, it's know, funny, I've never heard his name mentioned with Shufflers. Really, in the talk about that's crazy about the uh, golfer of the year. That's crazy. Well, Cameron uh, Young's probably going to win rookie of the year. Uh, I would, I would think. I was starting to think if he, if he, if he was a rookie. Yeah, he is. He is for sure. Okay, yeah. So he's going to be your your rookie of the year. How, how, who else would it be? I can't even think of another rookie. I know they're out there. Like, uh, I mean, Taylor Pendrith is. He's a rookie, but. Yeah, but he's no he was not anywhere no. near. No, no, no. Like who like who else is a rookie that, that could contend for for that? Well honor? Carl Yuan um is not a rookie. He has not played enough tournaments. So next year is gonna be his rookie year. Yeah. And already the money is on him to win rookie of the year next year. <laughs> which is which is which uh, is crazy. crazy. Yeah. You know, that's that's really early foreshadowing or forecasting, mm-hmm. I guess. It, you know, but uh Yeah. I mean, the reality is we have no idea who's coming from the corn. <laughs> uh, no, nope. there could be an absolute standout who just breaks right out, right out, right out of the gates too. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I can't remember the uh, the the one uh, the one individual. I know he was sponsored by Srixon. Uh, he was South African. Uh, he had, geez, was it the U.S. Open or Masters that he was in the running for there for a while. Mm-hmm. I can't remember his name, but. Uh, I think he even has red hair, but I just can't remember the name. Well, there's a number of them. Yeah, I'm, and that's the reality. These yeah. guys coming up from, you know, whether it's PGA Tour Canada or uh, Corn Ferry, I mean, there are golfers out there. Golfers that can go, go off and go low at any given moment. And that's the way that, you know, that the PGA Tour is, for, for that matter. You know, any, any of these guys can really go off and, and go low any, on any given day. Well, you would expect it in the PGA Tour. Yeah. You know, the difference now between, uh, like, the Corn Ferry, their championship started today, starts today. Yes. <clears throat> and <clears throat> I don't know if you know this, they're down in Indiana, in Evansville. Yep. 
at the Victoria Victoria Country Club. I yeah, think it's called. Anyway, I'm listening to uh, Carl and Dennis Paulson yesterday and and the day before. They're doing live from there. Okay, on Sirius XM. Yeah, they played the course. Do you want to know how tough it is? How tough? Okay, De- Dennis played in one foursome. Carl played in another. They went out and played the course. Each foursome, each, each foursome lost 25 balls. Really? Yep. They said if you do not hit the fairway, you're taking a drop. Your ball is gone. Okay, so I'll ask you this. In your in your honest opinion, uh-huh. do you think that would make it too tough? No. Now, the reason that I say that is, and this is from them, they are obviously more knowledgeable than I am. They both played on the Corn Ferry Tour. The Corn Ferry Tour now is starting to have their tournaments on courses that are tougher than, let's say, what they used to play. Yeah. It is, um, the reason they're doing that is because they found that the Corn Ferry players, once they get their card, those that do get the card and go to the PGA Tour, they're overwhelmed by how tough the courses are that the PGA Tour is on. So it would be it would be similar to you and I coming out here and playing at Niagara National. Now, it's in great shape. It's a great course. It can be long. It can be short. It can be anything that you want. But it, it, is, it is not a PGA Tour course. No. I mean, let's just get that out of the way. Yes. Okay? It is not a PGA Tour course because of setup. Now, this is why I go back and say, is that course in Evansville for the Corn Ferry Championship, is that too tough a test for them? No. This is really going to separate the wheat from the chaff, let's say. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree with your, with your analysis here. And I, I agree with them that, um, not agree with them, I, I, I applaud them, the, the, the Corn Ferry guys for, you know, management, for starting to put them on courses that are tougher, that are going to... Um, elevate their game? Elevate, or, well, or elevate their game and, and, and let them know what to expect out on the PGA Tour when they get out there. Right. You know, um, I mean, even the PGA Tour Canada guys, um, yeah, they play some nice courses, but, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but they, they're not playing PGA caliber courses. They're not set up the way the PGA Tour is. As far as I know, <laughs> I think that's a very true statement. Um, even though it's not necessarily PGA Tour Canada, I mean... Heck, we saw what the what the uh, I mean, some of the guys have limited status on, on PGA Tour Canada or some status. The guys that were here for the Great Lakes Tour, correct? And look what they did. Yeah. Oh, here. Yeah. I mean, Austin Ryan sets a course record. Uh, what was his total score? Wasn't it like nineteen under or something to that effect? Or it was two days. Yeah. No, he was eight. What was he? Eight, eight and seven. Eight, eight and seven. And six. So, so eight like seven, eight and six. But either way, 14, 15, 15, 14, under. 14, 15 under. I mean, and he's not PGA. No offense to him, he's not PGA. 
caliber yet. No, not yet. So you take, uh, I mean, I mean, what if you take the last two groups that were in the, um, the FedEx championship, take them, bring them out here, put them in a foursome, you know, what would they be? In, you know what, in one round, they'd, be, you they'd be 14 under. Wouldn't you love to know that? Like, that would be such a cool experiment to see the difference between PGA Tour the final grouping and a final grouping on a PGA Tour Canada event and have them play straight up head to head against each other. I don't know if you could ever do it, but just to see what kind of difference there is. You might be, you might be able to do it, but my question would be why, I guess why, would you only be embarrassing the PGA Tour Canada guys? No, because I think those guys would uh, would actually really elevate their game. You know what I would like to see? Rather than pit four of the PGA Tour guys against four, four of the PGA Tour Canada guys would be com- make two foursomes, but a foursome of two and two and the other foursome two and two. Yeah. And then put them out there. Yeah. And yeah. play best ball or scramble or whatever yeah, you want to play. Yeah, that, 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 that'd work too. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, you know, or or better ball, not even necessarily best ball, but better ball. Yeah, yeah. Y- y- you know, which yeah. of course, for some listeners that that might be tuning in, there is a difference between best ball, which you typically see in a charity tournament, a scramble, and well, best and ball isn't ball. a scramble. Well, no, no, there, no. no, better ball is the one that's not the scramble. Right. So Scramble's you take the lowest score uh, between the two guys, yeah, or two players. Sorry. Can't be. Uh, and then uh, there's the shamble. Well, that's a whole other ball. Game. That's a cool format. I like yeah, the shamble. I yeah, I, I like the shamble. I've never played in one, but I wouldn't mind trying it. Yeah, no, except the, not with the guys that I play with because. Well, why not? Because what with one of them? Yeah, I'm talking. No, 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 not you, not you, not Scott. There's a couple other guys. Oh, the, the other guys. The other guys. Yeah. I mean, come on. Jeez. <laughs> oh, I mean, I have been inputting scores uh, over the yeah. last couple of days yeah, from league. Yeah, you know, we're not going to mention names. Uh, well, no, no, no. These but guys, yeah, yeah, these guys are great about. to play with, but they've never seen a range in their life. You know. Yeah. You know, all they do is come out and tee up and smash. You know. <laughs> Good for them. At least they're out. They're enjoying the game. I enjoy the company. Everybody enjoys their company. It's just. Please don't put me in a shamble with them. <laughs> you know, I, I haven't met them yet, actually. Uh, any shift that I've worked here, with, yeah. when uh, when you guys have been out there, of course, I'm on a day shift, and you guys typically play at 348, I think it is. Um, of, or at least that's what it was for yesterday. Well, Dave and Terry are not like Scott and I. They're, yeah. they're quieter. They're, they're very quiet. They're funny, you know. Yeah. They, they have a, a, a dry sense of humor. Um. They're great to be with, but they're not like Scotty and I. Scotty and I are in your face, over the top sometimes. As yeah. you know. Oh yeah. Uh, on the course, yeah. Why not? You yeah. have to be. You got to keep each other on your toes. Well, if yeah. not, it's boring, right? I mean, isn't that what, <coughs> what the essence of golf is? is Correct. Is, is banter, banter, having fun, and cocktails. You know what? Cocktails are a, are a pretty big part. I mean, one around. Yeah. Whether it's a Hail Caesar, you know, mind you, that's not really a cocktail. It's a no. prepared cocktail. It's a, you know, quote cocktail. Yeah. You know, whatever. 
you know, but... It's not uh, like we're going to get martinis and black Russians out there. Although, well, oh, I wish they did. <laughs> okay, so what is your favorite cocktail on the golf course? <laughs> or, 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 or post-round. Oh, boy. Or post Are round. you opening up the door here? Oh, this is a virtual Pandora's box. Oh, what would I like to drink? You know, well, it depends. First question to you, do I have a ride home? Or do I have to drive? Okay, so we're at Niagara National where uh, you have a ride home because there's no other way of getting... Well, I'll drive you home. I'll be your DD. You would be? I'll be your DD this time. I was going to say, because if it was Ray and she had to come and pick me up because I was not in any condition, <laughs> I'd be sleeping here on the 18th green. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Okay, yeah. so so what, what would it be? Would it be the Black Russian? With a perfect foursome? Yeah. With a perfect foursome? With a perfect foursome. Okay, so who would be in your perfect foursome? See, you're opening up a whole bunch of questions here. (laughs) Well, my perfect foursome would be about eight guys. (laughs) Because, well, okay. I would like to have you, Scott. um, I'd like to have Gary McDonald. Because he just does not shut up. I love it. Okay. Great guy. He doesn't shut up. Um, Bruce Thompson. Um, You met Bruce on the range. Oh, oh, that guy. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Well, you heard a couple of stories. (laughs) Um, So there's, well, poor Johnny Vanstone. God bless him. You know, he's gone. So he was in our foursome. Uh, Frank Selfie, he's not, he's, as far as I know, he's not even playing golf anymore, oh. uh, unfortunately. But uh, he would have been in it. So both those guys would have been in it. But that aside, yeah, um, yeah they, those those guys, yeah. you know, say five, six of them out there. Yeah, we'd have a good time. So did we get an answer on what cocktail it would be? Black Russian. It is the Black Russian, yeah. But yeah. if you and I were out there, or you and I and Scott or whomever, you know, just, you know, men's night or whatever, and the cart girl came around, give me a spicy Caesar. Yeah. You know. You can't go wrong with the Caesar. Which, you know what, I just found this out. They were talking about um, the Caesars on during the, the CP Women's Open, the Canadian Open for the women. They were. Yeah, and somebody, one of the announcers, well, what's that? And they said, well, it's like a Bloody Mary made with Clamato. They had no idea. I don't think they even have Clamato down there, do they? No, I don't know. It's like a Canadian drink. Yeah. See, I thought... They're they're missing the boat down there if they're not having a Caesar. Ever. Like a Bloody Mary's nice, but Caesar's over the top. Oh yeah! By the time you put in that Worcestershire, you know, put in some hot sauce, a little bit of this, a little bit of well, that. The Clamato juice. Well, yeah, the Clamato. I mean, that that yeah. really uh, that really yeah. picks it up a notch. And the thing is, you could even if you have a, shell, a shellfish allergy, you can use that uh, that oyster sauce. Um, uh, like it's 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 not real oyster sauce. It's yeah. it's, it's the simulated stuff. It's real to, fake stuff. Yeah, it's real. It's real <laughs> fake stuff, and you can use that to, to make your your Caesar if you have a, a shellfish allergy. Yeah. yeah. E- See, you I know? can't drink Caesars around Ray. Shellfish? Yeah, shellfish. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, anaphylactic, like like deathly uh, allergic, yeah. or oh yeah. yeah 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 yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so, you know, like she said, you know, you have one of those, you're not kissing me. Yeah. For a month. You know, so, jeez. <laughs> Hell, if that was me and Crystal, I'd be uh, drinking a whole bunch of them every day. Oh, stop. <laughs> no, I, no, I don't mean no, that. No, no, I don't oh, mean no, that. no. Oh, no, 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 no. No, I don't mean that. So, I have some information for you. Okay, I like information. Okay, you may know this already. The Live Tour. We were talking, where did the guys go who originally signed with Liv, now that all of these other top-ranked players, or not top-ranked, players with higher status world rankings are coming into the Liv, under the Liv umbrella. So, they have now, what, six, six more guys signed? Yep, um, uh, Cam Smith, Yoko Neiman, uh, Mark Leishman. Yeah, I can I can't remember who the other three are off the top of my Bubba's head. Bubba's gone. Yeah, he's he's he actually was, captain, he was a non-playing captain actually. Correct. This, 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 this week. week. Yeah, which I think starts today. I believe Thursday, Friday, you, Saturday. I right. Believe Fifty-four you're right. holes, shotgun start, forty-eight guys. Yeah. So it comes out there's nineteen players who are not with Live anymore. Because they all got knocked out. Yeah. And guess where they are? Out in the cold? Yep. Yeah. They can't get back in anymore until they elevate their status. And these guys are not good enough to do that. Yeah. And what backs that up is the fact that out of the 19, I think there was four. I'm guessing four that went to the Asian tour. Yeah. Um, one missed the cut. Over there on the Asian tour, another one finished like 54th. Another one was like in the 30s or 40s. Yeah. So, and and the rest, they have no idea where they are. Like Andy, Andy Ogletree. Remember that name? He's oh, God. Signed? Yeah. He's gone. He's nowhere. He's got nowhere to play except the Asian tour now. He can't get on DP World Tour. He made his decision. He can't go to the PGA Tour. He made that decision to yeah. go with Liv. So he's on the Asian Tour. Yeah, so they did make money. Um, one of them... Oh, Henry Duplessis. Yes. He H- Henny. Made, Henny. <clears throat> Henny, sorry. Henny. Yep. He made um, $3 million because he finished second, I think, or he won one of the tournaments oh that's right he, yes I, I, <clears throat> it was the first one, first it, one. It, it was the one correct. over in London correct he won that so he picked up three million after that no he's done he's gone now I wonder what his career earnings were before that I think it was like $57 like I I mean he I don't know but he's made he's made money yep. but now he's not making any money no no, unless he elevates his game and, you know, he he, he qualifies for opens or, or whatever, yeah. you know, if they allow him. I mean, so, again, there's a lot that has to happen between now and uh, next April, we'll say. Well, come on. These guys that we just mentioned, you know, I mean, we didn't mention all 19 because you've never heard of them. Yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, you've never heard of them. I've never heard of them. They're from the Asian Tour, probably, where we... And really some of them are from the GP it. World Tour, yeah. and they jumped to live because of the money, because they weren't going to make anything on the tour that they were on. Wouldn't you love to know what their contracts say? Well, that's one of the points that they keep bringing up on the radio when I when I listen to it is, you know, give us a contract. 
you know, we don't need to see names. We don't need to see numbers. Yeah, they can be redacted. Yeah, just tell us. Just with the verbiage. Yeah, show us what is involved here with signing with Liv. Yeah. You know, what are the restrictions? What are they made to do? Now, this is being made to do. This is something that I didn't really give too much thought to until it was brought up. The PGA Tour. You know you have to play in uh, 15 tournaments a year. Correct. Yeah. So out of 35 weeks or 36 weeks, whatever it is, you pick 15. You pick the 15 that you want to play in. Now, if certain courses set up for you, you pick those tournaments. You handpick them. Correct. You handpick them. Live isn't. No, you you have to play. You have to you're, play. You're pretty much and you're committed. playing where they tell you that you're going to play. And this year it's eight. Next year it's 15. 14, 15 tournaments. After that it's 20. You got to play them. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I say, I would love to see what the what the contracts say. And regarding those 19 players that are now on the outside looking in, I would be surprised if there was just I mean, just like every other professional sport we see where we see a contract bought out. I just wonder if there's not a, a buyout for these guys and an NDA that's signed. Well, <clears throat> I have a question. I know that neither one of us are going to be able to answer this, but I'm going to ask it anyway. So you're, let's say, you're Duplessis, right? You win the $3 million, you got three, three and change that you picked up off the live tour. Now you're not on it anymore, and you have nowhere to go. You want to go back to the DP World Tour. Who is aligned, basically, with the PGA Tour? Jay Monahan's on their board of directors, whatever. Yeah. You know, there's a crossover here. Yeah. So you want to play on that tour. How does he do it? How does he endear himself to the DP World guys? Okay. Yep. Mr. Pelly. How's he get? How? What? What's that conversation with him? How do I do this? I've got three million in the bank. What if I gave it back? What if I gave them the money? What if I? All right, wait a minute. What if I gave them my signing bonus back? I did win that money off the tour. Right. I mean, it's on like my win- own merit. It's like winning the lottery. Correct. Now. What if I gave back the signing bonus? I'll go so far as to say plus interest. Mm. I give back that money. Can I come back and play on the DP World Tour? His first answer is going to be no. Yeah, they're like they're emphatic no. Yeah. Now, what if he didn't say no? What would his next statement be well you have to qualify you would think that you would, it would think he just can't walk back in because there's guys trying to qualify to get on the dp yeah. world tour now what was his status like prior to he was a full live? member full member full-blown a with uh like so many years <clears throat> left uh left uh whatever on it like yeah exempt mm. so he's got to go back to the qualifying stage stages to get on the tour. Would you let him? I would. Would I, would I let him try qualifying? <laughs> yes. Why not? 
My answer is yes, I would. Okay, under certain circumstances, right? Now, another question. What if, what if they let him come back? And then what if Liv says, well, geez, you know, Mr. Duplessis, you've elevated your game. You're now number 21 in the world. We would like you back on the Live Tour. And we're willing to give you $2 million this time instead of $1 million signing. Does he go again? And then what? Well, they, are they going, well now you're how just playing... You, so you're bringing up playing the system. What's yeah, stopping these guys yeah. from playing the system? How do you stop them from jumping back and forth? You'd have to rope them in with a contract saying that uh, your 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 sole uh, tour, whatever, like your your yeah, but your, you can just turn around, and walk away. Yeah, yeah, you know what? That's a and it's not the, like they're going to throw them in jail. The short the short answer is there's nothing stopping any of these guys from from playing the system. No, it, no. But again, it depends on can there be something where they're they're locked in via contract. Somehow, like some sort of wording where you know what you can't jump ship. I I don't know. Like I, I I honestly don't know if there if there's anything that can be done from a what from a from a civil law standpoint. Well, I know criminal law. I don't know anything about civil. No. Or corporate. I I, I have no clue about that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, I mean that's a very valid point and a very good question. I. Don't have the answer. Any one of them can leave their respective. Oh, there's nothing to stop them from walking out the now. door. That's right. But it's where do you go once you do leave? And you know what? We don't want to make it sound like the Asian tour is like a dumping ground. You know, because I mean, it's not a dumping ground. I no, mean, it's, it's not. still no. It's still a tour that offers uh, world ranking points and, and, and that. So, and you know. I, these guys go and live on like the outlaw tour i don't see that or or the minor league golf tour no i mean no i don't see that no no now something else that i was well i would have to look into it from my understanding the asian tour is different than the australasian tour it's not one and the same no no they are two different entities they are Right. Yes. And then there's the South African tour. There are a, bu- a whole bunch. There's a whole of bunch tours. of those. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Like, I think there's the Sunshine Coast tour, uh, which is uh, South Africa as well, or Correct. something like that. Or maybe yeah. that is the South African tour. I'm not sure. Um, but I thought there was a uh, like a Sunshine Coast tour or something, something to that effect. Well, there's a number of tours that these guys could go to, but it's the money, it, the earnings. Yeah. Well, it comes down to if you go to them go to any one of them or all of them you know where whatever you want to do that is now the rest of your life yeah that's the rest of your life it would golf wise because you're not coming back to any of the other tours for a guy that would that was on the pga tour or on uh on live or 54 whatever you want to call it or, or dp it would be the equivalent of golf purgatory pretty much eh? yeah well, you're you're stuck down there yeah so i mean it's going to be interesting to see how this all shakes down and, and again boy i would love to oh be be the printer that prints off those contracts so i could see well, what they so i could see what they said yeah i would like to see i would see one i probably wouldn't be able to decipher it anyway 
but uh, you'd have to be a lawyer. But I would like to find out what exactly is in there, you yeah. know, uh, pertaining to, you know, appearances and conduct and, you know, where you're allowed to play. And uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff that we just have no idea that what's in there. So anyway, uh, what their uh, what the PGA Tour looks like they're starting to do um, now in the off season, off, so called off season for okay. next year. Yes, because the wraparound. I mean, twenty twenty three starts sure. this next week. This week now. Oh, I thought Cabo. they had a week. I thought they had a week off. They're in Cabo, I think. Oh, I thought they had a week off this week. Maybe. Uh, so the only action this week is courtesy of 54 Mm, could be anyway this is the season where the the so called rest of the guys this is where they get a jump start on their year yes you do well for say the first month what if you win a tournament Oh. oh bingo you're in you're in and they're also into the Masters, I believe, if not for Correct. for 2023, for 2024. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so some... Hello. And you're up. And guess what? You're leading the FedEx points. See, and, and for me, that's the, only, that's the only thing I do like about the wraparound season is it gives the guys a chance that, you know, maybe the, the likes of Justin Thomas, Scotty Scheffler, Roy McIlroy are taking a, you know, a little bit of time off. Spatical. Yeah, sabbatical, and the, it opens up the door for yeah, some sure. some guys to win. Yeah, that that me. That's why I like this wraparound. Yeah, season. Th- that's you know? th- that's the only reason why I do like it. Yeah, you know? I'm, I'm with you. I I've got to change subject here just a little bit. Go back to the FedEx. I'm with you now on this. I don't care for the format for the FedEx playoffs. Um. I, I know what they're trying to do with giving the the leader, you know, going into the championship round that, you know. Yep, that the cushion. You start at 10 under. Yeah, the cushion, yeah. But in no other sport does anybody start start there with that kind of a lead. No, that's that's like saying, <laughs> I won't use, that's like saying to the <laughs> Buffalo Sabres, okay, so uh, you're, you're facing Tampa in the uh, first round of the play, NHL playoffs. You're starting off with a three nothing series lead. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't, doesn't happen that, that way. way. It doesn't work that way. You know, people say, "Well, you know what? The the Tampa, Tampa Bay Lightning would have the home ice advantage." Yes, correct. But you're you're starting off zero zero. That's yeah. the score. Yeah, and any team can win. Um, car racing, motor racing, bike racing. You know, you set the fastest time. You start, you on, start the on the pole. Exactly. It's not like you're a lap ahead. They don't give you a lap. You're on the pole. You're side by side with that yes. second place guy. Yes. You could lose the lead going into the first turn. Absolutely. You know, and then some people say, well, yeah, well, what about football, the Super Bowl? Well, <laughs> wait a minute. They're play. It's played on a neutral field, nine times out of ten. There is the yeah. odd time where Tampa, years, for example, Tampa, yeah. you know, will play when the Bucks in. Won. Yeah, you know, but that's very seldom. Yeah, it, it's a. Fr- it's almost a freak occurrence. Yeah, yeah. You're not going to see 
Buffalo or, you know, Green Bay yeah. playing in the Super Bowl in their home stadium. Exactly. Because of, of they're outdoors and it's weather. They're not gonna they're not gonna have that. It's not great it's not a great fan experience. Yeah. For those who come in from say the south. Yeah. They're not gonna spend all that money to sit in Lambeau Field and you know, have you know lose a, lose a feeling in their feet. <laughs> right. Right? Yep. So you know that I mean no, back to the golf. No, I, I'm I'm not a fan of it. But the way it worked this year, man, that made for great TV. It just so happened that that it worked. It out just so for happened that. that it did. Now they they keep bringing up. Well, who would have won from the best score? Well, Scotty wouldn't have won. No, you know, uh, Rory wouldn't have won. No, it was him. Sung Jae he would have won. So, you know what? This is the this is the best they can do right now. Are they going to tweak it? Yes, they're going to tweak it. See, for will they do a complete overhaul? I don't think so. See, for me, I mean, I like the idea of of the points and, and cutting the fields down from tournament to tournament week to week. For, I do too for, for the FedEx. Yes. I like. I really, I really do like that. Yeah. The only tweak that I would consider making is this. Okay, so what format do we see in baseball playoffs, NFL playoffs, March Madness? Ba- firstly... No, not March Madness. Hold on. I, I'm getting somewhere. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, other than in college football playoffs, <clears throat> every, syst- every playoffs uses a bracket system, correct? Yes. Why not go one versus thirty, two versus twenty-nine, match play? No. Why not? No, because that Why was not? brought up. Because then you could. We talked about match play before. I love. Don't get me wrong. I love match play, but you could any. You could have four brackets. The top four guys as number one seeds in each bracket, and then after week one, they're all gone. You yeah. can have Sung Jay, um uh, Scheffler, McElroy, whomever, of you know, like top four, they're all gone. Okay, but that does not make for great TV. Okay, but uh, what you do is you have you could have a round robin. Now, how do you do it? That's once, and but you know what? Now you're cutting the field way down because a round robin would take forever. Yeah, that's why I say like one versus thirty, like just one bracket, <clears throat> just one bracket, double knockout, one bracket. What what I think you do is you have well, if you want brackets, have four brackets. First tournament, you play, everybody plays. Yep. Your, your 72 holes, okay? Then you cut them down in each bracket. Okay. Okay? The top, say, well, let's say you have uh, 50. You could have 50 in each bracket. So 40. Let's go 40 in each bracket. Okay? Yep. After the first first tournament, you cut that in half. Yeah. I mean, just now like, you're just down like, to just 20 like the, in each bracket. Yeah. Now, bracket number one 
may have um, a, a score of, say, total of the top 20, average they were maybe 20 under par, right? Yeah. Bracket number two, maybe 20 over par. But they're still moving on. Yeah. See, I, I was just going with the with the whole, like, one versus 30 thing, and let the chips fall as they may, just because... I don't like that for, for coming down to $18 million at the end and having one guy knocked out in one day. Okay, but hold on. In match play. A number, no way. a number of years ago, the Boston Bruins went into the playoffs as, <laughs> I think it was like a seven seed overall in the Eastern Conference. They go on to win the Cup. That's my point. But what's wrong with that? The, 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 the thing wrong with that is they were playing four out of seven. Yeah. They didn't play one game. No, but they but they still, and that's why I say double knockout. Double knockout that takes care of that. No. Just a simple double knockout format no. and, and, and done. No. No, you get a double knockout now. A player wins one, B player wins next. Now you got to play a third one. Yeah. This could go on forever. Double knockout? No. Hey, if 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 it sure can. Hold on. If 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 if, if baseball <clears throat> provincial championships or any other championship <laughs> that does the double knockout format can be done in two days with two hundred plus teams, you can do it with thirty golfers. Well, you wait, can do wait, it with wait thirty golfers. Wait a minute. With with slow pitch. Any, your sport, games, your any game, sport. No, your game is an hour, an hour and a half. It's not five hours. No, and I get that. Yeah. I get that. No, I no. they, they would never put it this way. But same. you have they Thursday, would, Friday, Saturday, no, Sunday. they would never do it. That's not, that wouldn't even be an option to them. It's like match play. They will never, ever do match play for the FedEx championships. Ever. They yeah. will not. It doesn't make for good TV. See, and this is why I don't like the FedEx Cup playoffs because it doesn't feel like a playoff. Other than the eliminations, <laughs> uh, you know, of players, you know, getting chopped down to to the Tour Championship to the the final thirty, it doesn't feel like a playoff. I don't think that the the leader going into the championship should have any kind of a lead. Oh, the cushion! I I no, they, you that, shouldn't that have should a cushion. Be, that should be abolished. Absolutely. It should, it should be head-to-head each tournament. Exactly. That's it. No and double knockout. Yeah. No one versus 30. No brackets. No match play. Playing like a regular tournament. Yeah. Bingo. Yeah. Now you got Sung J.M. coming from wherever he was on the leaderboard to winning. From out of nowhere winning. to winning the, to winning the, the title. Yeah, and that I could sign on for. This cushion to me is it's it's hard to follow. You know, it, okay, you start in the tournament, and okay, he's ten under. Yeah, well, somebody's coming up here. Where's he? Well, you know, he started five under, but he's now seven under because he's two under in his round. Yeah, but the guy that's ten under is is one over so he's nine under 
And hypothetically, if the guy that's back at start at six under does this, then, you know, it's like, no, just show me the score. Yeah. Start them all at zero. I mean, and not to mention, it feels like a little bit of a gerrymander as well, where you're yes. sort of like rigging an election. Yeah. You know, that that's, it has that feel. I mean, just, just, just abolish it. Well, yeah, this is the best that they're doing that they could do right now, but doesn't mean that anybody has to like it and it doesn't seem like any of the any of the PGA Tour players do like it. Yeah. You know, from what I've read, they just, you know, no. So that's where the player... Especially wrong. Yeah, that's where the player player advisory council should step in and say, okay guys, Jay Oh, I'm... Do, st- you do know better. What? That tournament wasn't over for five minutes and they were talking about it. Yeah. You know? What do we do next year? We gotta, we gotta do this. I mean... You know, something has to change here. Players don't like it. It's too hard for the... It's not It's not too difficult it, for the fans. It's It's stupid for the fans to have to try to figure this out. Right. You know? Right. So, we'll leave it with that thought as we take a short break. We'll be right back. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I can't bring you anywhere. And welcome back to T-Box Chatter. It's your host, ATN Duggar. And uh, just one last thought before we go on to the LPGA. Uh, that was, uh, it finally happened. The PGA Tour, you know, they're, they're helping out the guys on the Corn Ferry Tour with uh, with uh, playing expenses or, or those with status with a $500,000 bonus. So, uh, I mean, that's, I think that's a good move. I think that's a smart move by Jay Monahan and the powers that be over there at uh, PGA yeah. Tour headquarters. Uh, what are your thoughts on this? Well, I think it's a great idea. You know, they have to take care of these guys. You know, um, you, you can't have uh, Corn Ferry player tours, tour members um, be out of pocket um, that much. Yeah. Uh, because... The purses are not like anywhere else. No, and they're paying for their own hotel rooms and their entry fees and, and yeah. stuff as well. I yeah. I didn't know that, or at least, sorry, I, I'm speaking on uh, for the Epson tour, but the Epson tour, which is the equivalent, yes. uh, of course, of Corn Ferry. Yeah, of Corn Ferry, they pay all the travel expenses. They pay for all their own hotels. Mm-hmm. They pay their own entry fees. And there it's, isn't a lot of money there coming no. back so they need sponsors absolutely yeah so yeah. i mean so i mean it's wonderful that the pga tour uh did that they opened up the uh you know the proverbial wallet i guess for lack of a better way of putting it yeah and i i think that was just a a, a smart move so kudos to jay monahan and uh, yeah. everyone at pga tour headquarters so the LPGA. Um, well, hang on, wait a minute. I got one thing to tell you. Oh man! Maybe you hear this? Oh god! Corn Ferry Tour. <laughs> I'm listening to Carl and Dennis Paulson, and they were talking about this very thing, just what we were talking about. And Dennis said he played on the very first Corn Ferry Tour event way back when when it like, was like nike web nike or web hogan yeah. whatever oh, yeah, it was hogan tour that's right okay the very first tournament that he was in he, the money that he won his caddy ended up 
making more money than he did. By the time he included his out-of-pocket expenses. Yep. yep. That's where it was back then. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, we've come a long way, or they've yes. come a long way, they but... Uh, and the purses are going up, as yes. they are on the LPGA Tour. Finally. Finally. But still a long should. way to go there. Oh, yeah. We talked about this in the last one that didn't record. Yep. And, uh, yeah, they... Uh, it's about time. I mean, and, of course, the LPGA, they were in Canada last week. They were uh, up here for the CP Women's Open. Uh, it was the first time in, I think, 1,100 or so days that the LPGA stepped foot on Canadian soil. Yeah. And uh, yours truly, of course, w- was up there taking the action on the Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Yes. Um, I mean... Great experience, wasn't it? An amazing experience being aside the ropes. I mean, of course, Brooke Henderson was the star of the show. Yeah. Uh, she didn't fare too well uh, last week. Yeah. But that's a lot of pressure. Her coming home to, to the Ottawa area, which is where she's from, Smith Falls is yeah. a short drive away. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, you should have seen... The, the throngs on well, Tuesday and Wednesday. One of the broadcasters uh, for the LPGA, the English guy. What the heck is his name? You know who I mean too. He's not on Grant that, Boone. Not um, Grant. There was Grant Boone. It's not Luke Elvey because he's with. Uh, no, uh, I can't Tour. remember his name. He's a good. He's very, very good. Also, very well spoken, articulate. Um, doesn't mispronounce too many words. Being British. Um, <laughs> Anyway, and even if he did, because he's British, no one would know the difference. No one anyways. knows the difference anyway. <laughs> anyway, he was saying that in four in the fourteen years that he has covered the LPGA, he has never seen as many people follow one player in a tournament as he did there with Brooke. I think all of Smith Falls was was there Probably. On, on Thursday. Yeah. Honest, like yeah. honestly, it was it was unbelievable, and I was sitting in the media center, and uh, I, the media center was set up between the 18th green and the first tee, mm-hmm. and of course, there's the grand, the grandstands uh, sure. surrounding 18 there at yeah. Ottawa Hunt, yeah, which is the venue is just gorgeous. Oh yeah, um, and we'll get into a little bit more about the venue that we didn't discuss last time when the recording no. didn't happen. Yeah, um, but. So as we know, Brooke didn't really do much the whole the Correct. whole week. Yeah, and you all of a sudden you just hear massive roars coming <laughs> from the grandstands. This is Thursday. Yeah, this is Thursday, and it's like, oh, Brooke must have just made a putt. Yeah, yeah. You, you could you could just tell it, but it's it like was the tiger it was, roar. It yeah, yeah. It was electric. Yeah. It I I'm talking about it right now. Honest to God. My hairs are standing on end, like literally standing on end. I have chills and, and goosebumps. I have never yeah, been... Yeah, but it doesn't take much for that to happen with you. True. Yeah. True enough. Yeah. yeah. But, it, you know, honestly, it was it was awesome. So I can't even imagine what it sounded like when Tiger was doing his thing uh, in his prime. And, you know... I was at one of those tournaments with Tiger in his prime at Bay Hill. Oh. And you could hear it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like it was, it was so electric. Yeah. But uh, I mean, yeah. it was it was so cool to uh, you know see see these women up close and personal. I mean, every every one of them, their swings are just everything that anyone can learn from. Yeah. Tempo, balance, rhythm. Yeah. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah. 
Um, short game. Short game. Out of sight. Yeah, like just crazy. It is. <laughs> like the, the, these girls are so good. And from the Canadian standpoint, I mean, of course, there were, I think, 18 or 19 Canadians in the field, uh, including Maude Leblanc, who's had a good year after well, mm-hmm. retiring. Yeah. She was fully retired, and COVID brought her back, of yeah. all things. Yeah. Um, but the, the, the health of Canadian women's golf <clears throat> is so strong right now. Yeah. There were a lot of amateurs in the field, uh, including 12-year-old Lucy, uh, Lucy Lin, 15-year-old Vanessa Zhang, uh, I mean, Selena Constable was there, who's on Epson, Rebecca Lee Bentham. I mean, the list goes on and on. Elena Sharp, who is an absolute... Low Canadian. Yeah, and a total range rat. Yeah. Oh, she was out there for hours. I mean, hours. Like us. Oh, are you kidding? She was out there for hours. Yeah. Like... I love the range. Oh, me too. I love the range. Me too. A lot of people are like, oh, I can't practice. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't go to the range. Well... My neighbor won't go to the ring. Yeah, I don't got. I don't understand the logic. I, like you do all your practice out on the golf course. How does that? How does that? He doesn't work? practice. He doesn't even practice yeah. on the golf course. Yeah. And you can't figure out why you can't play. Yeah. Well. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I mean, seeing seeing all these like Daniel King up close, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, our recent winner of of uh, oh goodness, not the Evian, because of course that was Brooke. Uh, it was oh, it was the um, AIG Women's Open. Uh, Ashley uh, uh, Buhai. Uh, she was actually the first golfer I saw there uh, on the 18th green. Her and her caddy were mm-hmm. working on on the Tuesday. She was the first one I saw, so getting to see her. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was just so awesome. The the whole experience was great, including sleeping in the truck. I've never slept so good in my life. Um, <laughs> no, I'm not even joking. I I slept like a champ out there. Uh, really? Oh, oh my God! Like a champ, and the the, the media spread. Yeah. For breakfast and lunch was yeah. amazing. Oh, Holy good. smokes! It was awesome. Good. But uh, the LPG, they're you know the, they've moved on to the Dana uh, uh, Dana tournament or yes. Dana Classic presented by Marathon, uh, which used to Today. be the Jimmy Farr. It used to be the Jimmy Farr Classic yeah. back in the day in Toledo, Ohio. Yeah. So I mean, it's a, again another stacked field. It's not that far away. No. Let's go. No, you, if I had my passport, I'd be all over it. Oh, that's right, too. Yeah, I'm a, yeah I know. I'm a, I'm a dumb, dumb head. You're your own worst enemy. Yeah. Yes, Nine I am. Nine times out of ten. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I agree. But uh, I just want to talk about Ottawa Hunt and Golf Club just real, real briefly here. I heard them talk about the course on TV, and they said it was absolutely outstanding. They said that the fairways were better than a lot of greens that the players play on. And I can sure. definitely confirm that yeah. that, that report. Uh, but you know what? If they, fell off, if they got off the fairway, the rough was long enough too where, you know what? They had to... They paid the price for missing the fairway. Well, you're it supposed it, to. Well, yeah. I mean, it wasn't like four-inch rough or anything, no. but you know, the ball would settle down in it nicely. Sure. Yeah. Um, but... The biggest story from there, other than the fact that that tournament uh, helped out the Children's Hospitals of Eastern Ontario, there uh, and in particular CP or Canadian Pacific, yeah, um, you know they they did something really cool. Uh, it was on, I think it was on 15 or was it on 17? Either way, any birdie made 
CP would would donate five thousand dollars for every birdie. Right. Well, I think they ended up uh, um, raising three hundred thousand dollars. Wow. For the uh, cardiac unit at the, for the Children's Hospitals nice. of Eastern Ontario yeah. for, for new equipment. Chio. Yeah. Yeah. Chio. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I, I mean that's I mean that that's huge. But the other big news that came out of this too was the fact that it wasn't too long before that that there was concerns about the course being ready for play. Really? Well, they got hammered by the storms earlier this year. Oh, that's right, too. A thousand? Yeah. What was it? A thousand trees. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, got taken down. Like, the numbers were, were yeah. sort of kind of uh, varying a little bit. Yeah. But either way, uh, the superintendent there, Eric Roos, uh, he ended up winning an award uh, presented by Golf Canada uh, for... I can't remember what the award was, yeah. but it was also from the uh, golf, sorry Golf Course Superintendents Association. Yeah, and uh, Eric Ruse and his uh, staff nice. did an amazing job to get that course ready. And the, the rains, there, there was a lot of rain there too. Yeah, leading up to the event, and again, you wouldn't have known it on the especially on the greens and yeah. on the tee boxes. Yeah, oh, you wouldn't have known that it rained. Hmm. Um, so a lot of a lot of credit <laughs> goes out to. The membership of that golf course who helped their super and turf team with oh, there's all probably the fallen a thousand limbs. volunteers. Oh, there, and there was. Yeah. And there was. Yeah. So I might be getting my volunteers versus numbers mixed up, uh, versus tree numbers mixed up. Uh, so maybe it was like 500 trees and a thousand total volunteers or something like that. Suffice it to say, it was a lot. It was a lot, you know, and every volunteer that I talked to that was there for that event. I mean, of course, none of these professional golf tournaments, LPGA or otherwise, they don't go unless there's volunteers there to, mm-hmm. to lead the way. Sure. Every one of them was outstanding. It was just a great event all the way around. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you, you know, and the Epson Tour, well, they had their first graduate uh, from yes. Lucy Lee, and I saw her up close. I was like from me to you away from her. Yeah. You know, watching her swing and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so got to see her and a whole bunch of the Epson Tour uh, ladies play mm-hmm. who, you know, of course are going for the LPGA and yeah. they, they finished the first stage of, of uh, Q School now. Yeah. And, uh, no, it was just a, just a great experience and uh, I just wish more and more people, and it's something that we've Reiterated or talked about ad nauseum here on T-Box Chatter. I just wish more golf fans, and particularly the male demographic, would watch the LPGA. I just wish that they would. Well, wouldn't, you know what? Wouldn't it be nice to have the Epson Tour come here? Oh. They could come here. Oh, absolutely. They wouldn't have to change this course an awful lot. No. For them. Nope. Nope. I it's mean, definitely long enough. Yeah. You know, let the rough grow a little bit. Uh, the fairways do not have to be narrowed. Oh. At all. Oh, no, not at all. No. Just, you know, make sure the greens are running fast. Give them some run in the fairways. Like, wouldn't, wouldn't it be sort of cool for the Epson Tour to come into Canada? Well, it would be, but, you Cause know. Because the, the, week befo- the weeks before, <laughs> they're in, like, Albany yeah, and Albany. another one. I want to say Rochester, but I don't think it's Rochester. Um, but I, either way, they're just across the ditch. Correct. They're not so that far away. You have a plethora of golf courses in the area. Well, not only that, we're we're twelve minutes, fifteen minutes from Niagara Falls. Exactly. Uh, is, is there? Correct me if I'm wrong. Is there more than three hotels, motels in Niagara Falls? Definitely more than three. Yeah. 
Yeah. More than three golf courses there's right there in Niagara Falls, too. Yeah. There's, right? there, there's plenty. Yeah. Plenty. And they can get them here no problem. Oh, it's a short hike from, I mean, okay, I say short hike, but say it's Albany. It's there's five, six five, hours. There's four or five ways into this golf course. That's right. There's, there's ways into this golf course that people don't know about. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. There's back roads leading into this place. People don't know about it unless you live here. Like I would love to see Epson Tour come into Canada because then it would it would because PGA Tour Canada they go into they I mean they're sort of in cahoots with Latino America the uh, Latino they're America in Mexico. they're in Mexico or you don't know. they go to Colombia yes they do uh, the Corn Ferry uh, don't they also they're in Mexico I say Mexico or Dominican or something aren't they are they in Canada Didn't Corn Ferry's not West? actually are they what Corn Ferry yeah. Didn't they play all west? Didn't they play Edmonton? I don't know. I can't remember, to um, be totally honest. positive they played out west. I know PGA Tour champions played out west. See, this is something they, they, I can't... They, they played the Shaw Classic. All right, I can't figure this out. Why aren't there more professional tournaments played in this area? How come there aren't more professional tournaments? I don't care what... What organization is? How come they're not on the East Coast more? Yeah. Northeast. Do you know how many golf courses we have up here? Many of them in our top 100, or supposed top 100. Jeez. Out, out east. I, I don't understand that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there, there, I mean, not including Cabot, there's Highland. Yeah. I mean, there's Fox Harbor. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, there's just too many. That's not even including the province of Quebec. Yeah, you know what? As far as having a tournament here like the Epson Tour, they could hold it here. Oh. All they need is a huge tent somewhere. They need a huge tent here somewhere for the players. Yeah. They need, no offense to them here, they need better facilities clubhouse-wise. Yeah, and that's what the only thing that, that, that really stops them. That's what would them. hold them back. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I would love to see the Epson up here, you know, and how often do we get to see anything Epson? <coughs> we don't. We don't. Like, which we brings don't. me to Golf Zoogle, who we've done some work for. Yes. Wouldn't it be wonderful if they managed to sign on with Epson Tour and provide a coverage on YouTube live streams? Well, don't you think Epson could use that? Absolutely, they could. They could both use it. Yep. You know, it'd be nice to see. Um uh, I mean, not for our sake, but you know, for both for 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 both those exposure. That's that's exactly it. Correct me if I'm wrong. There isn't much wrong with YouTube. Nope. Not Um, considering lives on it. Well, I was gonna. That's what. That's what I was. I mean, right? You know what? They can't even get a a a broadcasting contract. No. First of all, it's because nobody wants to watch them. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you know. So, but I mean, I mean, I mean, you know, and we have that experience uh, where Golf Zoogle did that that work over YouTube. Um, yeah. Whether it was the Southern Ontario Open uh, in Port yeah. Dover, Port uh, which we uh, did our 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 pod while doing play by play at the same time, kind yeah. of a thing, and yeah. uh, you know that was a cool experience. 
Yeah. And then, uh, you know, that's of course put on by the Great Lakes Tour. Yeah. And then, of course, there was Coupe Canada in Victoriaville, Quebec, which is the Montreal area. That's right. Um, which is, uh, boy, I missed you up there. The number of times I mentioned your name during the YouTube play by a uh, co- color. Well, it's nice. Thank you. But as you know, there was no way I could no. get up there. But uh, I'd rather be, uh, <laughs> where were you, Skeleton Lake? No. Drag. Drag Lake. Drag Lake. Drag Lake. Drag Lake. It was someone here that was at, oh, it was uh, one of our servers here, Sid. She was yeah. at Skeleton Lake recently. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I, there was no, I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather be on a lake than, as much as I love loons and, or, oh, or, or, or sorry, was... as much as I love, love golf and commentating, because I do, I do love doing it. Yeah. Uh, it's been an honor and privilege doing it the last, uh, the last two years, or not two years, the last two events that they've covered. And they said that the uh, commentary as well, it made a big difference in their yeah. production. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so kudos to, to Dennis and uh, Justin, Justin Gucci over there. Yeah. Uh, and there's a podcast coming up with them, strictly them yeah. as well Good. in the near future. Good. But, uh, I, I mean, oh, give, me, give me nature and a lake. What was it like up there? It was fabulous. I mean, it's a great cottage. Um, you know, there are two bedrooms, uh, so there were six of us, but they have a separate bunkhouse. Love it. With two queen-size beds, bunk beds. Queen-size bunk beds? Queen-size bunk beds. Where have I been? I, 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 it's, uh, I'll I have to show you the pictures. So I've had, I do have the pictures. That's like witchcraft. That's sorcery. So Ray and I were in the, in the bunkhouse. More than enough room. You know, yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, the couple that owns the the cottage, Diane and Leo, when they were building the cottage, they built the bunkhouse first, and they lived in the bunkhouse for about a year, That's awesome. right through the winter. I love it. Building the cottage. So every and morning, it, it's not sounding like a cottage. No, no, it's beautiful. <laughs> I it bet. is beautiful. Huge deck, you know. <laughs> Off the you know the main floor, which you know was <laughs> looked down. I mean down. Um, it's it's fabulous. The basement's great. You know they've got another uh, two beds in the basement, which we could have stayed there, but you yeah. know we like the bunkhouse. So every morning, six thirty in the morning, I was in the lake. Six thirty. Nobody up on the lake. Love it. I'm sure it was like a mill pond with not even a ripple. There wasn't a ripple. Oh, glass. Go out and just get in the water and swim out as far as you want. And did you see or hear any loons? Oh, all the time. Oh, yeah, all the time. Now, see, now I'm in my happy place just talking about this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there was uh, that was sort of a, a loon sound there coming from the machine yep. from the fridge. Friends <laughs> of theirs around the corner in the lake, <clears throat> they came over with their pontoon boat, and this thing was gorgeous. So anyway, they picked up the six of us and took us around part of Drag Lake, and they were showing us the different cottages and, and things. Well, some of them are are owned by. You know, TV personalities, you know, celebrities, they were pointing out the places. Well, came around this one point, and the woman who's, you know, her husband owned the, and piloted the, the pontoon boat, she said, Doug, she says, you play golf, right? And I said, yeah. And she says, well, 
take a look over here to the left. Tell me what you see. So we rounded the point, and I looked, and I said, are you kidding me? <laughs> Here's three flags Ugh. spread out, like, I mean, way apart from each other. I yep. mean, he, this guy owned a lot of land, right? Yep. Trees everywhere, manicured, you know, lawn. I'm looking, and he's got, like, practice hole? And she says, no, 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 no. Three hole par three golf course. Unreal. Guess what he calls it? Trigusta. That's awesome. It was. That is amazing. It was incredible. Oh I my want a God. membership. <laughs> I, you know what? I would gladly play that three hole golf course for my entire life. Yeah. Just because of where it is yep. and the lanes. Yep. Sandy Beach. Oh, it was man. unbelievable. Man. Unbelievable. That, that's, that's awesome. But you know what? That aside, it was uh, just the food was great. Um, you know, we had uh, steak and chicken kebabs the first night we were there. With a, oh, the salad was killer. You know, obviously the cocktails. Second night, um, Ray and I cooked up um, stuffed chicken breast. Uh, it was uh, provolone. And spinach. Oh, yep. So we cooked it up. It was. They were gone. Oh, that sounds awesome. Gone. And then the last night was uh, salmon. We had salmon. Awesome. Yeah. Oh, it sounds like the sounds amazing. Yep. Every morning, bacon, eggs. I'm I'm just picturing it now. I'm smelling the bacon and eggs. Yeah. Isn't that weird? That like I can like not coming from you. Well, I yeah, you know what? Well, I think it's because the outdoors has been such a vital part of my life. You know, me too. Growing up in that, you know, with my dad, and always going up north and that, and nothing yeah. tastes better to me than uh, you know than a coffee out of a French press and bacon and eggs Correct. cooked on a Coleman stove. Yeah, yep. nothing, nothing beats it. No, and hash browns. Got to have the uh, yeah. the home fries. The, the yeah, hash the browns. Got to have them. Gotta have we them. always had home fries. You didn't have hash browns. So we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, do you want to talk a little bit about equipment? Yes. Okay. So we'll be right back. So stay tuned to TBX Chatter. We'll be right back. What? So we'll do a full pause. Okay. Okay. okay, so we'll, we'll go now. Let's keep on recording. All right. That was a very good segment, too. It was. That, yes. How do you like it with breaking down these segments? I like it. I like it. I do. I do. I like it. Then we can put, like, say, we can put in, like, say, Golf Sugal has a uh, audio clip or something like that, or even a video. I've got to get Alex to record that thing about Niagara about National. About Niagara National. Yep, yeah. we need it on there again. Yeah. That way we can put we it in. We need to give them more exposure. I mean, we mention them every every podcast. But every video, every... This place is, everything. is so great. Um, the the staff is great. Tom, thank you so much for letting us do this here. Yeah. You know, um, it's just just fabulous. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, some equipment talk. Yeah. Okay, so I'll just uh, I'll bring us back in. All right. I'm going to... All right, go do, ahead. Do you got to go to the bathroom? No, no. Okay. You go ahead. Okay. Bring us back in. All right. Although I don't know why you even have to. Just sit like, you know, here we are. We're here. Yeah. We're back again. 
that that's all I was gonna do. Right, at. Yeah, Duggar. There you go. We're okay, so I National. guess yeah, we're yeah, here. We're here. That's what we are we're back. back. We're back, baby. No so, equipment. Equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you recently I'm, got a new stick. Well, hang on. I'm gonna ask you something. Uh oh. What's in your bag right now? What's in the bag now? Right now in the bag stand? Yeah. Uh, f- full bag? No irons. New level golf. 1031 forged. Good. Good boy. KBS Steel 125 to uh, Stiff Tour. Good. Those those irons are the irons that I played my best golf with, and that was coming out of the stroke in 2019. I've never played better golf than I did with those irons. Truth be told. And I've seen you play with the sub-70s yeah. also. Yeah, and you I, played well with I them. I play well with those two. Yeah. I do. But I, I do have to say that Either one of those clubs is better than what you just took out of the bag. Yeah, and yeah. I'm not. It's not the head. No, it's the shaft. It's the shaft. And I, I, I know knew all along that you know my swing speed isn't there for extra stiff. Oh geez, no. It's not even close. But that said, you know, I was going for a graphite shaft that weighed more. That was yeah. the first thing because I, I wasn't feeling enough, enough mass in my hands with the uh, sub 70 699 pros you know what i would like to see me put a whole bunch of lead tape on and, and no see i would no what with the tour edge no 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 with uh sub 70s, sub 70s yes yeah. i would like to see that but i'd also like to see uh graphite in your new levels mm, that'd be interesting i really would yeah, instead of the steel. Oh, absolutely. I, I'm sure my joints and my wrist would like it too. You think? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that that's what's in the bag. But no, I I knew all along that that was that. I'm not <coughs> clubhead speed wise an X. I, no. I I knew that. No. And I like I say I was going for for, it was really an experiment more than anything else. I would like to think that you know I am a stiff shaft guy. Yeah. You know? No, those days went out long ago, long yeah. ago. I'll, I'll, I realize I don't have this, the the club head speed anymore. I bet you I'm closer to a firm more than anything now. I would say just because I can't turn, I can't generate power because of my back. Five point fives. You know, like uh, you know, like or or say regular flex hard step once. Yeah, I yeah. think that's probably where I am realistically yeah. right now. Yeah. Now who knows what happens? You know. You know, upcoming back surgery, um, I come, I could come back stronger, and I could get back there to to X one day. But it, why would you even consider no, that? No, I, you know what? Stiff is a nice, happy medium, and you know what? Most you know the, what? We we play out here. Nobody cares what shafts no. in there. No, they don't look at your club. They don't pull your club out and go, "Whoa, you've got an extra stiff. You must be really good." Yeah. Well, not really. Wait, you see me hit a ball. Yeah. You know. So, put the proper shaft in, and then go and play. Yeah, you know, you know. So, uh, so that that's what's in the bag right now. Um, yeah. You know, from a, from an iron standpoint, and uh, I mean, I'm I'm definitely comfortable with my sub seventies as well. Yeah. Like I say, I, I just want to try throwing we'll get some, some lead, lead tape. tape, and by all rights, I mean put enough weight on that, and it'll turn it from a stiff to a to a firm. Yeah. You know, and I'll be able to feel the head. I always, I always tend to lose those clubs <laughs> right through impact. Yeah. I mean, and they're at D five right now. 
but it needs more. I, I can't feel it now, the new levels, because A, there's a 125-gram shaft in it, mm-hmm. plus the head. Mm-hmm. I, can, I can feel that club throughout the whole golf swing. Sure. So yeah. therein lies the difference. Yeah. So that's what's in the bag now to answer your question. Good. So you got a new club. I did. I got the Sub-70 um, 3-wood, 13 degrees. They call it the 3-plus. Um, it has the Riptide shaft in it, uh, blue. And it is a regular shaft and just hit it really, really well. Yeah, you do hit that really well. And Well, you saw it on the range the other day. Yes. And, and I mean... For one, okay, so Duggar here, he doesn't carry driver. He plays uh, M6 or played an M6 three wood as his, you know, lowest T-club. loft of the club. His, his, his off the tee club, like his, yeah. where everyone else is using driver because of where he plays, first of all. You know, he plays, you know, you play the forward tees and, you and know. I can out hit most guys' oh, drivers anyway. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that, that's where I was going with this. Like, you honestly don't need a driver. No. No. And for those listening, maybe you don't need one either. Just a food yeah. for thought. Yeah. I keep it in play, do I not? You do. Yeah. I would say nine times out of ten. Yeah. You know, every now and then you might miss one. Like, And when you miss, it's just a little bit to the right. Yeah. When, when you when you have your miss. Yeah. Your miss is a little bit right, which it's means not that... not a yank left. No, no. And all that means is that you haven't gotten through the golf ball Correct. fully. Yeah. You know, maybe a little decel going into yeah. it. Yeah. But... Uh, yeah, so how are you liking it? Oh, it is so nice. It is really nice. It is, I mean, the M6 was good. I mean, it, the M6 was really good. Yeah. This is even better. Yeah. You know, I yeah. like the sound. I like the feel. I like the ball flight. What really is... It's lower. The ball flight is lower than the M6. Well, because it's it has a deeper face. There, there's uh It's a lower spin head. Yep. Yep. So... Yeah where the weight's placed in that head, it's going to have more of a boring yeah. trajectory than yeah. as opposed to your But it's still M6. not low, is it? No, no, you still hit it nice and high. Yeah, so therefore I'm getting carry, and I'm getting some roll. So It's pretty crazy yeah. what you're doing with that club. Yeah, yeah. Like so thank you, Sub-70. <laughs> Mr. Highland. Yeah, you Get a hold of these time. guys down there. These are clubs, <laughs> man. And as you know, I got the 699s in the, in the bag. That's right. With Project X 5.5s. Yes, you know that's right. Right down to the sand wedge. I mean, I, I, what's wrong with my wedges? Anything? Absolutely nothing. Nothing. I love those wedges. Yeah. You know, I would, I would gladly buy buy a set of those. Uh, you know, preferably with the raw, the raw finish. I, I just like the raw. It's just like the individuality of. Uh, of I waffled um, between the raw and and the, and the, the satin, uh, satin yeah. but I went with satin just to match the rest of the set now I'm sort of well you know what I, maybe if I, I should have maybe <laughs> you know if I ever go and get you know another set of wedges from them it would be the raw yeah yeah. I, I just love a raw head and like I say individuality yeah. like the patina yes. that, that you get on them and, yeah. and that like it's just yeah. I just like the look uh, yeah. call me crazy alright <laughs> so golf balls um, you know, I've I've been testing some golf balls from Seed Golf, the SDX One, yeah. which is a three-piece uh, uh, urethane-covered yeah. uh, tour-level golf ball, and of course, Vice Golf's Pro Zero, which I'm playing, which you're playing uh, as a result of what was it, one swing? Yeah, one. It, it was one swing on uh, number fifteen. 
the par three. You said you tossed me the ball. Here, try this. And your eyes lit up at him. Teed it up, and I hit the uh, <laughs> the six hybrid. Remember? Yep. And it was like, oh my lord! Yes. The sound, the feel, everything, the flight. That's a golf ball I would put into play for competition. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's my it's scores so fine well. with them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, and I mean the the SD uh, the the seed ball the SDX one. I mean, it's been very good. Like it's had a very good showing too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's a golf ball. <laughs> when I have done testing around the greens, it's outperformed a Pro V. Yeah. I mean, and the Pro Zero too, as far as that goes, it's outperformed the Pro V one as well. Yeah. And at least in from, our from, hands. In our hands, yeah. Yeah. And I mean it. They're both great balls, and they're great balls at a fraction of the cost of said Pro V1. Yeah. Or TP5 or yeah. any of the uh, <laughs> any of the major brands' golf yeah. ball offerings. Yeah. You know, the feel. But the Pro Zero, I mean, the feel and everything with that golf ball is ideal. I can't find anything wrong with it. No. No, I can't find a fault with that golf ball. Cover seems to be durable, too. It is. Um... Yeah. I mean, it's a it's a good it's a very good golf ball overall. If there was one thing that uh, I would um, not complain about, but mention would be, it only comes in white. Yeah, and op- seeing optic yellow would be a bad idea or whatever for those that. Uh, yeah, um, there was an article online uh, just a few days ago. What is the best color for a golf ball to be able to follow it? in the air and it is the yellow yeah um i don't know about like we i've tried orange out here scott's tried orange yeah lose them you can't find you can't follow them in the air i like the orange yeah but you can't follow them see i find i can find the red easy like i could i could trace the red yeah because it, it, well, it looks like the shot tracer on uh, on the golf telecast that we watch yeah see they say that the yellow's the best the yellow way uh, and again <coughs> with with my eyes i mean you know while you're a spring chicken you're you're yeah not quite a spring chicken you no. know i mean for one you'd be a spring rooster i'm going into a winter chicken you're going into a winter chicken. Jeez. <laughs> My age, winter chicken. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's... I'm at that point where I I actually need the yellow. I lose the white, in, especially in overcast skies, I lose the white. Do you? Oh, yeah. And even even a day like today, with how bright it is, I, I, I have a bugger of time uh, Can tracking you, the ball. Do you ever play golf with glasses? I've Seriously. tried... I, I, I have tried, yeah. and the issue is my depth perception gets all screwed up. You need different glasses, though. Yeah. This is just a matter of finding the right script. Correct. And my eyes, and they, they, therein lies the rub, though, with my diabetes being the way that it is. Yeah. My eyes are changing every day. Yeah. You know, like, like these ones, these readers, for example, I think these are 2.5s. These are perfect today. But tomorrow i i'm probably like a 1.75 well first of all you might want to clean them well <laughs> there there is the uh the fog Christ, of you just put, the them, fog down, of war you put them down next to your hat and i can't see the hat <laughs> well it's a good thing i can read braille holy christ <laughs> jeez you know and yeah. I, mean, I mean and you have a toy uh, a new toy the uh the garmin i have the garmin the yeah. approach our town yeah yeah so we're gonna try that on the range 
see how that goes. Yeah, yeah, this thing's supposed to be the, you know, the really, cat's, really the cat's nice. Butt. Cat's meow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to say. Yeah. yeah. So we'll, uh, yeah, we'll try that out. We'll see how it works. I'm looking forward to it. I just want to dial in my my yardage. Yeah. Figure out my yardage for the clubs. And we talked about this before. I yes. really don't care how far I hit certain clubs. I want or to know. Or speed. You just yeah. want to know. I want to know how far I hit them. How could and and, and then cons- what? The consistency. Yes. And uh, then what? Once I find out how far you're going to do, what you're am gonna I going to do? Westwood. You're going to pull a Westwood and write Westwood. the yardage on the club, Correct. which makes so much sense. Yeah. I mean, you could do it the old school way and just have it written on a chart on your bag. But you're not swinging your bag. No. <laughs> you know? No. It's easy to just look at that club and say, 132. Correct. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Swing. Yes. Swing away. Absolutely. <laughs> Give me my 132 club. So I'm, cu- I'm curious to see, you know, how good it works. Yeah, I am and, too. And, and you said that it's accurate within one yard of track man and yep. other, yep. like GC From what I've read and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see what what it says. Yeah, I mean you're comparing, uh, you know, this unit that's well under, way under a thousand dollars to a fifteen twenty thousand dollar piece of equipment. Well, how much does it cost? How much did you get it for? Eight hundred. So it's eight hundred. This one then. Yeah. See, can I be honest? I don't even know what it looks like. I don't know anything about this device. Where do you see this thing? Yeah, I don't know a thing about it. Is it big? No. How, uh, how big is it? Say palm of the hand. Okay, so it's comparable to like a flight, like a like a Mevo. Yeah, the smaller one. Yep, yeah, yeah, the uh, flight scope Mevo. Yeah, as or, far as I know. Or like the MLM. Yeah. Know, well, the MLM is from uh, Rapsodo is you know what? Yeah. Five inches long and then it's got a nice little it tripod, up, like like so. Oh, it does, eh? Yeah, you get the tripod. Oh, so you get and you wait, you see how it mounts. There's no screw, no nothing. It's magnetic. Just right in. Well, how handy is that? Yeah, and it comes with a uh, bag clip oh, so you for your phone. On the... For your phone. Oh. So you just, yeah, you get your bag sitting there on the range, and you put the clip on the bag, and you mount your phone. So right you can there. record, and you get all the data come you up on your phone. Right? It'll record your swing, a video of your swing. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Well, here we go. Whoa. Nope. I held it in. Almost I held it had in. a sneeze. <laughs> So yeah, almost no, had to go for a break there. Yeah, almost had to go almost. for a break. Yeah, and I think I just threw my first yeah no in there uh, yeah, of no. the uh, of the recording. Yeah no, we we'll uh, get out there. It's a cork. But uh, I, speaking of which, I, I maybe no, that no, time yeah. has come. No no yeah. What do you think? Yeah. No no yeah. It's time to go out. Yeah no yeah. yeah. So we're gonna sign off, I guess. I guess we are. Yeah. Well, that's it for this week's edition of T-Box Chatter. Thanks for tuning in and listening. Here at Niagara National in Stevensville, Ontario. It's AT and Duggar signing off saying, take care, stay safe, and we'll see you on the next T. So long. Bye-bye. That was good. That was a very good episode. I sure hope it recorded. I, it did, because it's still going. <laughs>